Hello, Potemkins. Seeing that we're going to have more death toll like we had from COVID and we're going to have more derangement syndrome like we had with Trump and we're going to have more simple-minded morons pretending that they, are, they have the capacity for good analysis because they have a clickbait empire. You know what I mean? Most of the media is just a clickbait empire now. So I'm going to go over a couple things here because why not? Enjoyed Trump derangement syndrome. We will now all experience Putin derangement syndrome. Every virtue signaling child on the planet has now been given an excuse and a pile of reasons as to why they believe they know how politics works today. It's kind of adorable. So I will hearken back to when Trump was talking about the silent war. And then I will fast forward to the Bidens and the Pelosi's and the Romney's being eyeball deep in corruption. All of their kids have these multi-million dollar deals in Ukraine. Then all of a sudden there's no bio labs, but there's bio labs. And Lord knows what's gonna happen. Lord knows, huh? So the one place we managed to find ourselves in a conflict, and by that I mean it's not even us, just there is a conflict, lo and behold, we're on the back end of it because the people who are running some of the corporations and what we would consider State Department activities, I mean, these are, if you want to do business dealings with people, the, the State Department is notorious for interfering. And I think we just have to start taking a look at, you know, the government has been acting like a corrupt organization that has been preventing good business and promoting itself and bad business and dollar control for a long time. And the one place that the Bidens are in obvious eyeball deep corruption is the one place we're going to manage to have conflict on earth now. Well, I think everybody needs to take a huge step back and understand what a KH-11 is. Or a KH-15. KH series satellite. They are spy satellites. They take different types of readings from orbit. You don't have to get too vague about it, but... I want to ask yourself a question. When your mind's eye is all in Ukraine and Russia, are you paying attention to the currency crisis in Syria or Lebanon, whichever it is? The banking issues in Canada where the truckers are getting defunded right out of the, the you know, GoFundMe. <clears throat> so when I'm telling you, there is a global paradigm shift. Everyone, you know, has to recognize some of the terms are valid and relevant, but they're misused intentionally. Our species is going to experience the Great Reset. Don't think this is a globalist plot. There are globalists, and they would like to steer everyone in a particular direction. And they're more than happy to use Potemkin Theater, violence, and coercion to do it. However, the Great Reset is a species event. It's got nothing to do with Americans per se. 
we do have and have had a monopoly on many things on the planet for a long time. <clears throat> so because of that, Americans have this potential to think that they're, you know, America-centric. I got news for you. There's a half a million people on the North American landmass. I'm sorry, half a billion. So when you start looking at the seven other billion people on this planet, you know, three of them are between Asia and, and China, or I'm sorry, in East Asia, China and India. Three billion people over there. When I tell you that is the de facto industrial center of this planet for the rest of time, it's because that's where all these people are. There's so many people over there, and their standard of living is a lot lower than the average American. A lot lower. Remember, on a global scale, a one percenter is someone who makes more than $32,000 a year. I know the Americans like to be told, keep looking higher. Look for that real asymptotic one percent. Nope. No, 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 no. Most, 32,000 a year, that's most Americans. You are one percenters on earth in many cases. So, rather than pretending you know what's going on, recognize you are most likely a one percenter. That the Potemkin Theater that's on TV is what it is. I understand people would, when American planes are the ones dropping the bombs, there seems to be a debate as to whether or not the bombs should get dropped or not. But not whether or not America has the right to go to war whenever. But the minute someone else drops a bomb, it's how dare they. And I think that's the mirror everybody needs to go stare in. And then you need to have some adult time and say, do you care if it's Navy SEALs and Green Berets or Spetsnaz and GRU guys going to shoot the friends of the Bidens and the corrupt nonsense that they're into. Because if, if so, you, you're really just you know, taking some sort of bigotry, not letting Russians do it instead of Americans. You know, joint special operations happen all the time. These guys are doing their own shit. And, you know, if you start to draw on a map how far <clears throat> is this issue from a Russian border, it's on one. Americans are rarely attacking a border near us. When we are, we're trying to defend it, and, and we're not. We're not even doing that even remotely properly. So remember, Americans, if you think your mind's eye should be wandering all over the horrors in Ukraine, maybe you should be wandering about making Mexico the 51st state and dealing with the immigration problem around here. And I don't mean it's a problem. I mean just sorting out who... In onboarding people and having safety on this continent instead of pretend national border crises anywhere the mind's eye is supposed to drift. If y'all don't recognize, you just get dragged around with daily news cycles. And to a certain extent, the goddamn media personalities are fucking involved in it now. Because we're going to talk about Ukraine now. We're not going to investigate why the fuck COVID-19 was a lie. Now we're going to go right into the next thing. Two years of fake pandemic capped off with what we will have to call war crimes in the form of a vaccination campaign. Okay, have fun with the psychological warfare and vaccination campaign that you just dealt with. Let's talk about the Ukraine, right? Sorry, campers, but everyone is experiencing themselves a mass hysteria. And their focus will be dragged around because the Great Reset is happening. And I've done multiple episodes on how the financials are basically just shifting around underneath everybody's feet. 
Everybody's getting told about inflation. Do you know how to fix inflation? There is a podcast, the Grant Williams podcast. It's not bad. Recently, in the last week or so, there is a free episode. He'll do short teasers that are like 10 minutes long, but there is a full free episode on there with a guy named Luke Groman, and he is describing how everyone is basically working around the petrodollar. So when I tell you the petrodollar standard and the way you're seeing certain things move in the macro market, it all makes complete sense. It all makes complete sense. If people start revaluing how the, the oil trade is done, based on ounces of gold per barrel, or it'll be barrels per ounce of gold, but it would be a commodity to a commodity. And if you want to start getting really anal retentive, John Maynard Keynes suggested the Bancor a long time ago. Now, this is technically a type of fiat, but what it really is is a type of measuring system where a basket of commodities in the free market that's not controlled or not supposed to be controlled is determining what we would call a floating asset for settlement and you know for a bunch of what uh, Keen said you know I wouldn't agree with him for, for the reasons that a, a fiat system really is manipulable and you really do have to have angels running it for it to not you know become out of hand. But just to say that he was bad at systems theory, no, he wasn't. And the, there's, a, there's a crypto called Bancor, and I don't know, um, to be honest, that would be great. It, just imagine a cryptocurrency that is an aggregate of several commodities we'll say gold silver the kilowatt hour um oil you know just throw two dozen big commodities in there ones that you want you know give it uh 20 big ones and then four float you know everybody gets their own float so because the bancor would have a big basket of real commodities that would be able to be measured in other metrics you would be able to objectively tell what the bank if the bancor price was fundamentally correct and then if the bancor was going against something else there would be an arbitrage point or there would be a market you know there'd be a market signal about something where there was a discrepancy there and what this really is is it's trying to take a volume of human beings and their net human action and it's trying to put it on a scale so where you're trying to balance how much human action for food is being paid in the market in a currency and then over on this other side just several of those commodities are in the bancor so you kind of get this offset of where pre, you know the, the the average food in the supermarket has gone up five percent but if you look at the floating basket of commodities that currency isn't suffering real inflation because those commodities in and of themselves are maintaining so there's just objective data on both sides where you get a current you have to have something a break in the currency if you if you're measuring kilowatt hours in a in any particular currency and you're measuring gold in any particular currency you have a a kilowatt hour gold ratio And if you have a vehicle that allows you to trade a spread of kilowatt hours in gold, then that vehicle 
air quotes, has value in it because now you get to capture where these things can go separate from each other. Well, when you start wrapping commodities together in, say, ounces of gold, you get a, a finite measure of gold on the planet. You also get a finite, <clears throat> basically, amount in circulation. And then <clears throat> you start measuring other things up against it. And it just provides objective metrics outside these fiat currencies because all these currencies are bullshit. They're, they're basically being determined by money velocity. If you want to see what that looks like, when you're trading ounces of gold, here, here's the, I, I've said this before, but the, the gold and silver people are fundamentally not correct about something. And that is they, when they see a spread between the paper price and the physical price, they make a claim that there should be something that causes that spread to close. And I'm going to say that's technically correct, but it's not correct in reality because what you're watching is two different systems. Gold volume, real ounces of gold moving is a commodity metric. It's just like pig bellies. It's just like kilowatt hours or pork bellies. It's all any other commodity metric, and you are have to measure your gold on that fundamental system and the activity in that economy. When they are trading notional ounces of gold, and the theory you could collect them, don't worry about it. They know that there's not going to be settlement. They know that. The point is they're just trading them as a commodity volume. So they take a bunch of fiat money. And they, they do a transference ceremony and they turn that fiat money into a different type of fiat and they trade it on a money velocity. Well, that money velocity metric allows a bit of an illusion where you think the commodity, if you don't kind of pay attention to this, the commodity metric and the daily volume metric become one to one. What this really does is it takes the human action of there's a lot of interest in silver, but there isn't a huge pile. So now you, because you're trading the one as a currency and you're trading the other as a commodity, you get different volumetrics to manipulate. Again, we go back to financial illusions. Most of what we're being told is bad information. I could go on and on about the crypto space about bad information. But again, Bitcoin maximalism is a dirty religion and all of those people are evangelizing Bitcoin to you. They're not explaining how it's relevant to all of the other ones. And when you find out it's just a working prototype and it could never scale, and we're really glad it happened, but it's definitely not going to be a production model of any type. You just recognize how bad the information we get is. And if you think the information you're getting on Ukraine is any better, is any better, don't necessarily even count the death count, okay? Remember... Okay, Tempkio is burning on live TV, and it's obvious that the information that's being passed through the mass media is consistently and regularly bad. And when you look at the, the TV with the sound off, you just get a different picture, okay? You can almost track who the criminals are and where they're running to or what they're doing, and what, you know, the normal stuff that you'd think we're all supposed to be flexing around, we seem to have criminals on a large scale, you know, CCP slash deep state slash royal family slash Vatican slash pedophile slash, they're all together.
in it. They're all apparently on the run, and, you know, like I said, Trump talked about the, shadow, the silent war, shadow warriors, whatever. Well, now we're all going to have Putin derangement syndrome because Americans never learn. The mass media, if, if it was used as an educational tool, just think about that for yourself. We are getting one Tide Pod worth of intellect at a time, and this is just obviously bad information again. The, the coincidences are so high, I point back to the dollar. I just tell you, you worry about you. The stuff on the TV is designed to drag your eyeballs away from your own life. <clears throat> and that's where a lot of the catastrophe nonsense comes from. So focusing on your own life and realizing that that's far more challenging than worrying about you pretending you know about Ukraine. It's easier to pretend you know what's on TV than it is to actually do it yourself. And when you start having to deal with Ukraine type issues in your life, you're not looking at bombs dropping, you're looking at unemployment. You're looking at the things you're trying to do for the next five years. It's far more difficult of a plan, especially when you have a lot of work to do. You know, if you're between the ages of 18 and 30, you probably have a lot of work to do in that five-year plan. So get your focus on your own life. And this, this tertiary stuff that everybody thinks they know about and they're going to talk about, they don't. Get your head in the cryptosphere. You're going to learn a lot more there about your own retirement than you are about Ukraine. Have a good week, campers. Don't be a Potemkin.